the employers are doing a little background search. And it's not like they're going to a background search company. They're going to the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and they're just looking at your posts. Yeah, you know what? And they're using the resources available to them. And we had some situations recently where people have suspected they didn't get the job or they're getting fired because of Facebook posts. And we wanted to dive a little bit deeper okay. into that. So joining us right now in the KTAR studio is Jessica Post. Now, Jessica leads the labor and employment practice group at Fenimore Craig and deals with this pretty regularly. So we wanted an expert in here to help folks navigate what has now become quite commonplace. So good morning to you. Jessica. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so what kind of experiences have you had with either a company who has been, you know, had a, a claim filed against them for not hiring someone or someone who thinks that they didn't get hired because of their social media posts? Is this becoming more common? Are you seeing more of this? I would say on the pre-hiring process, I've not seen a lot of claims. I know that I there have been brought. I haven't actually had to counsel employers in that particular pre-hiring, I have counseled employers when a claim is brought or there's a situation actually with a current employee where the company or somebody at the company realizes that somebody made a post that was... The the ones that have actually come to me have actually usually been discriminatory posts. So, Jessica, here's the thing that maybe it strikes me as might be hard to prove or hard to know. Um, If an employer doesn't specifically tell you um, we were going to hire you until we saw that, uh, you know, you're the beer world bong beer champion, bong champion, yeah. you know, and, uh, and yeah, every single weekend you, you post, uh, you know, how many beers you could drink. If they don't tell you, how do you know you were weeded out by your Facebook timeline? I mean, generally you, you wouldn't know. Um, and actually the example that you gave in terms of somebody who's like, Hey, I'm on my you know 12th beer of the day. Look <laughs> at me. That would actually be a legitimate reason that an employer could say, looking at the Facebook page, you know, this person's not for us. We don't want them. Okay. Um, but it, it is hard for an applicant, particularly if you have a big applicant pool to suspect that there's something that they did post, like for ha- perhaps maybe they were pregnant or perhaps they had a medical condition or something that would be in that protected category that they posted. It would be hard if you have a big applicant pool to be able to show that that information was learned and was part of a hiring decision by a company. Again, we're talking with Jessica Poe. She's the lead labor and employment practice group at Fenimore Craig. All right. So let's take it away from the applying for a job scenario, because it may be very difficult for you to know you didn't get that job or that job offer or that interview because of what you put on Facebook. And here's just a pro tip for you guys. If you're looking for a job, clean it up. Okay, just clean up the Facebook page before you uh, even apply for a job, because this is what they're going to be doing and looking for anyway. But now let's take it into an office setting. You already have the job. You've been there for several years and you post something on your personal time that the company doesn't like. Um, Can they fire you for that? It's going to depend on what is posted. So and again, the one that's come to me is is where somebody goes to social, you know, social media, Facebook. And it's funny, it used to be the case that somebody would like, if you got really mad about something, maybe you would like write a letter and you wouldn't actually send it. But I think (laughs) what happens in social media is people get mad and they post it immediately, immediately. And so the posts that have been problematic are when people have posted like a discriminatory comment. Mm -hmm. And so that's then come to the company because another employee is Facebook friends with 
the, the coworker and has said, hey, this person's making me uncomfortable. Look at this racist statement that they made online. And it's difficult because now as a company, you know, technically was that statement made on personal time? Sure. But it has entered into the workforce. And now as a company, we've got information that we've got somebody who's out there making these types hmm. of statements. And so a company will regularly terminate somebody for making a racist statement. Well, we had that incident with uh, police officers and uh, social media posts, not just here in Phoenix, but around the country. Again, we're talking to Jessica Post, a labor and employment attorney over at Fenimore Craig. So it, it strikes me that, and, and I think I'm aware that most companies of a certain size have some sort of a, a policy of some way, shape, or form, whether it's specifically a social media mm-hmm. policy or, uh, you know, you just can't embarrass us, for goodness sakes, you know, on, on some level. Right. But it strikes me that a lot of it is subjective. What is funny to one person is offensive to another, and you start getting into a heck of a lot of gray in there. That's right. Where are the... How do you determine where the line is? It feels like... I feel like... How about this? As an employee... I only know I crossed it until they told me I did. (laughs) (laughs) And no, you're right. And there is gray. And so sometimes even in a situation that we have where somebody's perceived that another coworker's made a discriminatory statement, well, they they might be themselves in a protected class. And maybe the statement's kind of gray. Maybe they're supporting Mm. somebody who's perceived as racially intolerant. Um, And so it it is complicated, and that's where companies will usually consult with me or you know a labor and employment attorney to try to weigh the risks because some of those situations could be, hey, if we terminate the person, we're looking at a claim from them. Right. If they we have don't, an argument, too. Yeah. That's right. Hmm. Is there anything that uh, somebody could post that would be off limits to an employer to consider for termination and, and discriminatory? Oh. Sure, sure. So you actually um, earlier raised the example of where somebody posts something about their own company mm-hmm. that they don't like it. Well, that's actually a very care. Like we have to be very careful as an employer in that circumstance because employees who are allowed to they're not supervisors they're allowed to collectively bargain they're actually allowed to say negative statements about their comp about a supervisor Hold or about a working second. conditions wait a minute hold on they don't get any idea <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It, it's only certain groups at companies <laughs> yes okay I'm, I'm, how come i want to guess i'm not in that group no, right yeah. <laughs> but no we're, we're very careful when an employee actually says hey i'm not paid enough at my job or a bunch of complain about from, a working environment that, or something that that, right. that 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 is considered if you will that, employees having a discussion about that. That's right. That's a very like dangerous okay. area okay. for companies. Jessica Post, again, she leads the Labor and Employment Practice Group at Fenmore Craig. One last question for you, because most people listening right now are on social media in some capacity, whether it be Instagram, whether it be Facebook, TikTok, whatever you want, Snapchat. Wow. Do you have any <laughs> kind of, of one nugget, one piece of, of information that you would recommend that somebody who's either looking for a job or somebody who wants to keep their job, what do they need to keep in mind when and navigating some of the minefields that can come mm. with social media. Um, I would say probably two things. I would say first is that your social media page can actually help you, right? So LinkedIn is one that a lot of people use. Companies a lot of times validate what somebody says during an interview by going to LinkedIn. So if your LinkedIn page is good and in line with your resume, you've actually helped yourself as a candidate. Whew. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, But I do think that, you know, if your urge is to constantly post, you should think about that because that's sort of in that category where employers look at somebody and they're like, well, they're constantly posting. They're critical about this, that. And it's harder to, to actually for sure get a job.
Outstanding. Jessica, thank you for your time today. We do appreciate it. And again, there's some lessons in there. They strike me as a lot of common sense, Pamela. A lot of common sense lessons. But, but the thing is I got to tell you, as someone who hired people, yeah. it's amazing how little common sense is actually yeah, common out there. Common sense not so common. Yeah. yeah. You would think.